This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. Lauren, how are you? We're back for season four, mate. Can you believe We're it? We're back for season four. Oh, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a fun episode for our producer to edit because we're a bit rusty. So bear with us, guys. But um, we really missed you all. And um, thank you so much for coming back to us. I know. And for coming back to us for a fourth season yeah it is it's mad isn't it wild it is it is over 18 months ago now that we recorded our first episode of season one and we are season four and i just happened to be wearing the very same dress that we did our first recording in in that studio in london yeah stop it well why am i where's the red leopard print dress okay right don't (laughs) worry i'll put it on later i'll put it on oh my gosh well that's nice times and uh how exciting for season four because we've got some plans oh we have and we have got some really good guests oh so excited like Like, i am bursting to tell you i'll tell someone (laughs) we cannot wait for you to hear what is in store for this season and beyond just just get excited is what we're saying and i remember we had a conversation with our producer last week and she was talking about potential guests as well and i think i was literally speechless so that's all we're gonna say yeah I, I actually did whip myself in the time that we've been away, but I'll tell you about that story later, oh shall I? Oh my God, what a cliffhanger, we, everyone. We've got to catch up on, guys. What <laughs> <laughs> a cliffhanger. We do have loads to catch up on. Um, and so that's going to be basically the episode, isn't it? We're going to tell you all about our summer yes. and a few little bits. I'm very excited. Hello, Anna Richardson here. I just thought I'd leave you a quick voice note to tell you about my new advice podcast, It can't just be me. I'll be getting super honest about my own topsy-turvy life, as well as helping you solve your life dilemmas with the support of some very special guests and experts. From Podimo and Mags Creative, it can't just be me wherever you get your podcasts. So shall I start off asking, how are you? Not that I haven't seen you nearly like every other day or spoken to you every day, but for everyone who doesn't know, how are you? I am absolutely fabulous, Laura Adlington. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. (laughs) I feel like you should tell everybody your really exciting news to start with. Well, this is now officially I can say it because uh, by the time this episode comes out, I would have told the internet, obviously, that... I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I've gone out of the NHS. I am done. I, my my service is finished. Yeah. Never again. She's free. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. I, it was, oh, mm-hmm. so at the time of actually <laughs> recording this episode, I have still got a few more working days left and counting down the hours doesn't even cover it. But by the time that you will listen to this episode, I will have finished my NHS service and I think that's probably one of the biggest life changes ever. And I'm very happy about it. It has been really so, I think if anybody works in the NHS or a public service, or even doesn't even matter about that, a job that sucks the soul out of you, that sucks the life out of you sometimes, you'll understand mm. how exciting this is. So I am just so, so happy and so pleased. And I'm grateful that I've been able to do some really incredible, amazing things, been part of some very cool things but I'm very, very pleased to to shut that door. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I'm so proud of you. And I think also you spoke a little bit about 
like how hard work's been on the podcast but you've had to be careful because obviously in case people listen it's been really bad people like a lot worse than like she's even hinted at so it was definitely time for you to go so I'm really really proud of you for making that step and I'm so excited you. for you with your new job so good luck so that's probably my biggest news babes how about you yeah well I think I've just been busy I don't know if you know but I've written a book you did did I mention it like a million times <laughs> oh my god you wrote a book it's become like a real cat face thing of like in my house and to Matt I'm like um I don't know if you know but I wrote a book anyway it's my editor Beth or I'll like talk I'll just drop something in um about about the book but do you know what no I've had some downtime from it now and I have finally come down from the stress wave mm. because um that was like physical mental exhaustion because it was like lots of late nights you know like work, working all through the night but I handed it in I went for a lovely lunch with my editor who's amazing and I said to her I know it's not perfect. It needs work. It needs someone to obviously look over it and do all spelling and grammar and tweak it and all of that good stuff. But if I got hit by a bus on the way home, mm. I'd be, I'm really proud of what I've just, what I've, you know, achieved. And the most important thing is that I really, I think, I hope that it will help people. And I've really tried to make it like not a vanity project and it's just, not. or like yeah. kind of scratch the surface with things. So I'm going to do a shameless plug yes! now as well and say that you can actually pre order it from all good places Amazon, Waterstones, WX Smith. It's out in January. But yeah, so that's taken over my life for months and months and months. And I'm just, I'm enjoying some downtime, but I'm also feeling really guilty because I'm like not used to having the downtime. Mm. And yeah, like I'm not going to lie, I've kind of feel like I've fallen out of love a little bit with being online and being on Instagram and kind of looking at the future of things oh um, hold on thinking a minute. about maybe doing something with Lottie we want we, we kind of can't figure out what we want to do we want to basically set up humble crumble but like our own version Wait, hold is- on a minute this is all news to me everybody <laughs> carry on what's going on <laughs> I'm kind of thinking longevity wise like I've we're gonna. I want to talk about this at some point in this episode. But I've fallen out of love a little bit with the whole body confidence space online because it all just feels very superficial, clickbaity, generic, and I just feel like I don't really want to be a part of it sometimes. Okay. And I just just feel like I need something else in my life to feel filled. To be honest with you, other than Instagram, because yes. having your worth and your like how your day goes depend on how many like likes and en- oh. how much engagement you get it just feels all a I bit icky. It. yeah it's so and hard. um i just want to set up my own business or do something i've been helping matt a bit with his like kind of admin stuff for his job but yeah i just think i'm going to try and think a bit long term after the book uh, did you know i've written a book <laughs> uh, did i mention i've written a book uh, after the book that's exciting but we'll see who knows you basically who yeah knows? you're you're fuming that humble crumble got you there before you aren't you babes what a great idea if you don't know sorry i i should have explained to you all if you haven't heard of humble crumble i feel very sorry for you <laughs> yes yeah, so they have like a stall in borough market and a few other markets in london and it's basically good old-fashioned english crumble so fruit hot fruit with like crumble topping and custard obviously frozen custard now because it's summer and it's just delightful, honestly. And um, I went there with my dad recently and there must have been 50 people in the queue. What a great idea. I found it on uh, on TikTok, which by the way, if you've just got a small business, all you need, I think, is one TikTok to go viral and then you're sorted, right? Because I saw it on TikTok and I, Laurie, you'll be shocked to hear that I don't like something that you like. I do not like like a fruit crumble. I hate hot fruit. I do agree, actually. This video went viral because it was a pot of the crumble, which is basically shortbread biscuit. Yes. with a f- 
hock ton of custard. Yeah. Is that what you they have? Just, so I have a, li- you can choose, right? This is like, this oh my God, is, this is not, not hashtag ad, not an ad, by the way. We're just like <laughs> genuine fans. So when you order, you can choose to either have more fruit, more crumble or 50-50 or just crumble or just fruit. Like it's amazing. So when I make, a, I'm, crumble's not my favourite either. Mm. But when I do make one, it's like a third fruit and two thirds crumble. It's even too much fruit. <laughs> Anyway, so I want to set something up with Lottie. We want to do something, go into business together. We even, we, I, I've come up with a name. I don't even know if Lottie likes it. But how cool is this? Taste buds, because we're best buds. Ah, I think that that exists, but um, I think it does exist. However, (laughs) I enjoy that. How about, I was just thinking of like saucy food, right? I love me some, we all love some wet food, right? So like custard, iconic. Gravy? No, I feel like it needs to be sweet, doesn't it? I'm literally sat here thinking, I know we should carry on with the recording. But now maybe I'm we like, shouldn't even, yeah. Maybe I should, this plan in my mind. I know what it is. I know I basically want to dip pieces of cake into buttercream. Oh, the best time I think this, this might be when after you and Lottie came around to help decorate my nan's birthday cake is that I had a bunch of icing <laughs> left over, buttercream left over, and lots of like shit cake left over. So I just like dipping the cake into the buttercream, and it was. Deep bloody delightful. Oh, nice. I have seen in, I think it's London, where you get like frozen cheesecake on a stick, like a lolly stick, and you dip it into melted chocolate. I mean, that sounds delightful. I think it's the dipping. I think it, you need something wet to be dipped, <laughs> something dry dipped into something wet. Yeah. Just imagine going to the bank asking for a business loan for that and be like, yeah, basically, yeah. it's just like, it's all about wetness, like wet wetness. food. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we, like wet food. Should we There's move on? There. Yeah, sorry, Jesus. I'm sorry, everyone. But that's like, that's when I hear about stuff. I got really excited. Yeah, I think you as a Laura, Instagram's wonderful. You're doing wonderful things. But sometimes I think the background of what it takes to, to, to create the content that you do and do that can sometimes be really difficult and it's really tough sometimes when, yeah, your your business your business and income relies on an algorithm that you've got no control over. So do you know what I mean? We were chatting about this the other day, weren't we? I feel like I've become quite insular in the last year. Mm. And our convers- we had a conversation over brunch recently, which I keep thinking about. And it is it oh, genuinely no. really makes me laugh. <laughs> so basically, right, everyone, I sat down and said to Lauren, I'm thinking about weaning myself <laughs> off of my antidepressants. And she's like, oh, all right, babe. It's okay. Tell me more. Why is that? And I'm like... Because I just feel numb and I just feel like I've got no joy in anything and I don't feel happiness and I don't feel extreme lows, but I also just don't feel any happiness and I just feel like I just want to retreat. I don't really want to sort of speak to anyone or see anyone. And like, and then Lauren says to me, (laughs) and then Lauren like looks up from her giant Diet Coke of, and says, um... I like, I mean, I, if that's what you want to do, like, I fully support you because the great friend that she is, she's like, but if you're not getting joy out of anything, then surely you need to up your medication or come off it. And when she first said it, I was like, no, that was she looked really upset. You looked quite upset when I said it. And I was like, oh gosh, I hope I haven't offended you. But also what you've just said to me is that I get no joy in the things that I love. So I'm going to come off my antidepressants. <laughs> and then the more Lauren was talking, the more I was like, you know the penny, that, that penny drop moment of like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's not normal. <laughs> so anyway, there's a documentary I need to watch that Lottie's told me about on the BBC about antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication that I want to watch. And I think I'm going to talk to my GP 
But if anyone out there is listening, is in a similar boat or has weaned themselves off and feels better for it or has upped their medication because they needed to, I'd love to hear from you because I'm feeling a bit... Yeah, not really sure what to do at the moment, but I'll keep you posted. Yes, good. And I want to talk about you because you've made so many changes in the last couple of months. So tell everyone if you're happy to, like what you've been up to and about your walkies. Yeah. No, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> well, how do I say it, babes? Help me. So I have been moving my body and I have been somehow managing my, my there's been a shift in my brain in which I'm somehow able to manage overeating and any binge eating that I was doing to the point where I haven't had at this point of recording I haven't had a binge in over two months two and a half months that's amazing like I'm really really proud of you I want to be able to sit here and be like this is the thing that happened but there is no in my brain I can't compute how it's changed but it just was like a flip of the switch one day so a couple of things happened, so I just want to talk about them really quickly. So one was, I think we all remember at the beginning of the year, I was having a really awful, awful time with work. Mm. My brain was just on overload every single day. And then I think if, if you guys remember at the end of April, beginning of May, I took two whole weeks off of my day job. And in that time, I was able to have my brain was able just to relax a bit and turn a little bit off and the brain power and the brain capacity that I was using to be so stressed and miserable and upset and working hard at this at this job that I I hated so so much was then I was able to use that for different things and the, the things that I then used that for in those two weeks off was spending time with my friends and family was I was really fortunate to go on like a sort of three-day little holiday with Stacey to Norfolk had the best time of my life you know, not spending lots of money, just having two weeks off of work where my brain was able to calm down and I was able to get back to normal. And because I wasn't using that brain capacity, as I said, one of the other things that I was doing was using that for daily life tasks that people do all the time, like cooking and preparing meals. So, you know, I've spoken before, I was so heavily reliant on delivery and takeaways and ready meals and stuff. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when I say I'm heavily reliant, I mean, like, I can probably Less than 20 times did I cook in this house pre-May 2023. And I moved in in July 2021. So... That's not good financially. It's not No good. offense, but like the I was like oh, thinking but I was thinking, how could you afford that? Like how could I afford that? Well, this is it. You don't you don't afford it. So <laughs> you know, it's just silliness and it was you know, it was laziness, it was, you know, escapism, all this kind of all the bad stuff. And that's, you know, my brain being probably a bit down and low and when I say binge eating, I don't personally mean binge eating disorder. I don't think I have that. What I'm saying is I would have binges and I would overeat. Okay. So we know this. Um, and I did that as a result of like, you know, not feeling very good mentally and having very low mental health at sometimes. And so then the, in these two weeks, I just started, I didn't think about it. It wasn't a plan. Didn't write anything down. Just went to Sainsbury's and bought some food that I wanted and started having a proper breakfast every day. And when I say proper breakfast, I mean, I sat down at my dining table and had cereal or fruit or whatever I wanted, but it wasn't, you know, sat in front of the telly having something that, you know, didn't make me feel good. And it all became about feeling good again. So yeah, I just, from that point, I've just started cooking and preparing meals every day and I love it. And I have had like a few takeaways in the time, but I think of the three I've had, two of them because I was hungover. So I think we'll let me off. (laughs) And just having that two weeks away and able to focus my brain on other stuff just led me to do that so very naturally. And then at the same time, 
our work did a step challenge for charity so from the 1st of May, it was kind of like, right, crack on. We've got to do some steps. We've got to meet the boys team, right? In our like little comms team, we had to beat the boys <laughs> team. And so I just started moving every single day. And I was doing minimum of 10,000 steps. Now I know 10,000 is a very arbitrary target. doesn't mean anything. There's a really great maintenance phase podcast episode on that if you want to listen to it. For me personally, I work really well with targets and deadlines. So that was helpful. I didn't achieve it every day. Did I beat myself up on those days? Absolutely bloody not. But I just enjoyed walking. I started listening to podcasts and had all these little things that I put in place. And I just, from halfway through the first walk on the 1st of May, I felt better. And by the end of May, 404,000 steps later, I want to say, I, I, felt, I, <laughs> I felt fabulous. I think I did like an average of like 13,500 steps a day or something. Amazing. My head just feels like a much nicer place to be. And that is good. the best thing ever. Yeah, it's so wonderful to hear that, especially considering what a shit start to the year you had. And I know mm. how awful work has been for you, like, and it really has taken a toll. So genuinely really excited for you for this next chapter. And yeah, really happy for you. Like, and I just want to also say, like, you know, Lauren's not just saying this for the podcast, like, because she's repeatedly, like, told me, like, I, you know, not I'm not sipping on the scales. I'm not doing this to, to lose weight. It's not about how I look. I just, I'm doing it because it makes me feel better. And I'm kind of, I'm just going with what, what feels good. And that's the whole point. And then, you know, we talk a lot about, I think sometimes people think we're anti-health on this podcast and we're absolutely not. We're just anti-diet culture. We're anti, you know, thinking that you have to do something because you've been like made to. And, you know, I love that you're kind of taking ownership now and being like, I'm doing this because it makes me feel good. And that's because I want to do and not because you feel like you have to because of society or because of a man or the patriarchy. Um, it's brilliant. I love it. It's great. It's so nice. And again, I think maybe at some point we'll talk about it a bit more, but at no point in my head have I thought, oh, I'll step on the scales. I'll measure my body. I'll take some photos, you know, waiting with bated breath to hear it, what, you know, people's comments about my body, if it's changing and all that. It has not crossed my mind because I don't care. I just want my brain after, I think I've sort of worked it out the other day. I think I've been struggling with my mental health for about seven, if not eight years. And... I just want my brain to be a nicer place to be. And it mm. is. And I have to work on that every day still. And that's cool. And that's fine. But those two little things, they worked for me. They may work for you. This isn't tips. I'm not giving recommendations. We're just talking about, you know, catching up on our lives. And that's been probably the biggest thing that's happened in the last two months for me. Uh, yeah, thank you. I just, it's nice. And, and it's nothing to do with the way I look. It's just all about how I feel. And it's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I would love to take a leaf out of your book because I definitely have been like feeling like sluggish in mind and body recently yeah um i feel like i've gone the opposite way to you <laughs> <laughs> we're so um, yin and yang it's insane aren't we, we are, like i mean i had a time out for breakfast <laughs> and, a, and a bottle of dr pepper zero i don't um, think i've ever had a time out you know outside of a selection <gasps> box a time out as in a time out chocolate bar like the ones that you get in a selection box that you don't eat they are literally up there with like twirls, with oh. twixes. Oh. Timeouts are phenomenal. I only get them when they're on offer. I'm not paying like £1.90 for a pack. They're delightful. The little wafery, chocolatey, lightning goodness. <laughs> like, oh, my mouth's half of Can you tell everyone that we're recording this at dinner time? <laughs> like a full-blown <laughs> conversation about custard and our timeouts okay um, yeah we can't be friends anymore i've decided i'm gonna go now 
See you no, later. wait, hold on a minute. I will. I will. Uh, the, the, I. I just don't think I had one. So I'll go and get one. And yes. Before the next time, I will tell you how I feel about it. Do you know what else Lauren had never had until recently? And I still don't actually know who tried them, but I bought, and we had a train ride recently. We went to, we went Apple that just love us because we're great. We went and did a, a live show, didn't we? In the mm-hmm. Apple in Liverpool. Everyone is so nice up north. Honestly, need to move. Lauren had never tried Mr. Kipling's country slices. You know the ones I mean? They're like fruity <laughs> with little sugar lumps on top. They're one of Matt's favourites. She'd never tried one. Did you try them? You didn't like them, did you? No, well, um, no. Thank you for giving me two, but uh, no. <laughs> that was a third of a pack that I gave you. Wasted. But like, you know, raisins have a place, and that is yeah. pre-shrinking as a grape. <laughs> no, raisins in a cake is unacceptable. Do you like fruit cake? love fruit cake and carrot cake. Really? Carrot cake's my favourite with raisins. Well, obviously in. carrot cake's fabulous, but without the raisins. But your if you put raisins in your carrot cake, then that's acceptable because your carrot cake is like 20 out of 10. So like, <laughs> if for example, we went to a wedding together because like, you could be my date or I could be your date and we had like a fruit cake, could you have the cake and I have the icing and the marzipan, please? No, because you have, to be fair, I only really like the fruit cake with the marzipan. With the marzipan. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all togetherness it's goodness <sighs> yeah i tell you what i think my perfect man would be someone that just likes the fruit cake but without the marzipan and icing right and then you could share Wouldn't go find great? him yeah. he's yeah, out there somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry i didn't like your country slice however in general we did have some lovely snack times in liverpool yeah we did and then we had the best brunch the next day oh my goodness oh my i had a chorizo brunch i haven't been able to stop thinking about it babes honestly <laughs> i had scrambled egg with chorizo goat's cheese and a beetroot gel and an onion jam sounds really fancy sounds very really a fancy fancy place and then also this is the tip when you go out for breakfast with somebody or brunch you have to both order your own meals so i would always suggest you order your savory meals and then you have a joint like dessert dish so like a sweet dish. So so Laura and I had pancakes mm. with Nutella, maple syrup, and I want to say strawberries. And strawberries, yeah. But it was wonderful, as was literally every single person we met, passed by, spoke to in yeah. Liverpool. Oh my People goodness. Spoke to us in the street. We were a bit lost, sort of lost, not really. The guy just came up to us and was like, you're right, ladies, you're trying to get to Duke Street, did you say? And we were like, yeah. He was like, oh, cool, just go this way. And I was like... Mm-hmm that's so friendly thank you it was wonderful and we were able to do uh yeah another show uh in liverpool and we were joined by our producer fion and it was all talking about like you know how to start a podcast but talking about our wonderful community and it's just any chance we get to talk about you lot we love and we met some of our lovely listeners there so thank you to everybody who came it was just wonderful um sarah alexander who we've had on as a guest before was there and it was so wonderful just to look up and see her there with her lovely cockapoo dog teddy who don't know how I didn't take him home, to be honest with you. Honestly, it was not all right. Laura's, Laura's mi- went misty-eyed because he looks like a just sort of a slightly lighter buddy. Yeah. And it was very cute and it was wonderful to be there. Yeah, it was a really great time. One of my favourite bits there was in uh, part of the show, Laura and I sort of go around and we can meet everybody and we're all chatting and stuff. And I was sat with um, three women and... I thought they were all best friends for like 50 years kind of thing. Turns out they had met like 15 minutes beforehand and they were just like, yeah, this is the thing that, you know, people from Liverpool do is that, you know, you just 
go up and chat and and make friends with anybody. And I was like, this is just such a foreign idea to, I think, probably Londoners, Southerners. And and one of the wonderful women who has a small business, a bridal shop, she did some education down in London and she'd go and work in a coffee shop all day. And she was like, yeah, no one used to come up to me. And I was like, yes, normal, fine, cool. That's why we work in (laughs) coffee shops. We don't want to get disturbed. And she was like, if you worked in a coffee shop there or up north, then, you know, people would come up and like sit with you and be like, what are you working on? How are you? And I'm like, that is just uh, like, what honestly, could you imagine that? No, well, we were talking about this. We were saying if you were in London or like down south at anywhere, someone came up to you in a coffee so- shop and started talking to you while you were like working, you'd honestly think that they were not well. Yeah. You would. You'd be like, fuck off. Like, what are you doing? But up north, apparently that's the thing. I know. And it made me realise I think I was born on the wrong side of the M25. You totally were. <laughs> It's time for a word from today's sponsor, BetterHelp, the online therapy service that connects you with a licensed therapist who can help you on your self-love. And it's a new season, so of course we have to say it, (laughs) journey. (laughs) I knew that was coming. I'm going to try and get over myself this season. (laughs) So as you all know, we are huge advocates for therapy. There are so many points in life where you're unsure about what's next for you and what the right path to take is. And you guys will know from this episode that I'm kind of in a bit of a weird place right now with what I kind of do next and what my next step is. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career relationships or anything else I really do think therapy is wonderful because it helps you understand yourself and it really helps you you know be more confident in making those kind of big life-changing decisions yeah and trusting yourself in those kind of choices can be so difficult but therapy Mm. really helps you understand yourself better and oh my god doesn't it so if you are thinking of trying therapy better help is a great option it is convenient accessible affordable and completely online you get matched with your own therapist after filling out a short survey and you can switch therapists for free at any time so finding the right therapist is so important but the fact that you have the freedom to change and you don't have to do that awkward in-person breakup with them is a game changer (laughs) yeah it really is I literally can't think of anything I would rather do less (laughs) but yeah you're so right finding the right person I think really really is like the key to getting like good therapy and getting good results if you'd like to try it out head to betterhelp.com forward slash go love to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp.com forward slash go love to get 10% off your first month Talking about other like fun podcast things that we've been up to recently, let's talk about the Aria Awards. Can we say that we're an award-winning podcast? Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do it. Okay, we won Silver Award at the Arias, which is like the Oscars of the radio world. And we got very dressed up, had a fabulous time. I definitely screamed louder than Lauren when we won, which was a surprise to all of us. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it was great. So thank you to the Arias. It was really cool. And it was really awesome to be in a room where everyone else from all the other categories, including ours, were like, you know, BBC Radio and all these like incredibly huge podcasts. And then you've got us. And I think sometimes Laura and I perhaps don't really... Right, this this is us. We are humble about it, but I'm about not to be. And please forgive me, but I think we probably both need this pat on the back. Laura and I sometimes don't realise, I think, how much, how fabulous our podcast is. We know it's wonderful. We love our listeners. But it was really great to be in that room and be recognised by the industry in that way. Mm. And then we'll have, you know, all of our lovely listeners like hype us up afterwards. And we're so proud of our podcast and we just love it so much. It was, a, it was an amazing evening. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, very grateful for that. And yeah, definitely was a pinch me moment. Oh my God. Do you know one of the coolest bit about the Arias though, Laura, is that when we were like going into our seats and the, the, the place, the venue was the 
Theatre Royale Drury Lane, which is where they have Frozen, where they show Frozen. So it's the most beautiful theatre anyway. And we were like going into our seats and Laura and I got slightly separated. Uh, and I got sandwiched between, genuinely yes. sandwiched between Greg James and Rick Edwards, who were both like six foot four hunks. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and our podcast producer, Fionn, bumped into Fern Cotton in the toilets, which she, she was talking about. I did. Do you know what? I saw her and I thought... That looks like Fern Cotton. And then I was like, no, it won't be. So I didn't like, yeah, didn't kind of, you know, poke any further. But yeah, there was quite a few like famous faces there. There was a few. And there was one yeah. of my, um, I listen to obviously a lot of history podcasts. No, shock, shock, shock. I do. And so Dan Snow, one of my, like, the guy who does one of the really good uh, history hit podcasts was there. And I, I wooed. <laughs> when, his, when his podcast got called out for a category by the Gunsy <laughs> I think I might have rooted harder for Dan Snow than I did for us, babes. I'm real sorry about that. I think that. you actually did. You let the I side think I down. Did. It was only me wooing when we won. Oh, I'm sorry. You had a lovely woo. And <laughs> <laughs> um, what did we celebrate with? We celebrated with two Diet Cokes. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> we did. And it was lovely. And we had to sort of like, you know, walk through the streets of London in our beautiful outfits. And uh, yeah, I felt, we felt fabulous, didn't we? And if those uh, celebrity sightings at the Aries weren't enough, Laura went absolute celeb spot in at the Chelsea Flower Show earlier this year. Yeah, I lost my shit because I saw Mary Berry and I genuinely... Did you? I, I didn't know Mary Berry was... You didn't tell me that bit. So I didn't meet her. Um, I was like genuinely shaking. It just got better and better, basically. I saw like <laughs> Vanessa Phelps. There was, there was just... It was an like an army of celebrities there. Love it. And the most famous one, just as we were leaving, we were coming back. Uh, so sorry, I should, ca- I should just explain a little bit that I actually was there uh, as a Samaritan's ambassador. I used to volunteer team of them they're a listening service um and they're just an incredible charity and i had the honor of making a recipe and a cake for them blah 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 anyway that was celebrities um as we were coming we did like the kind of walk round. we had a massive argument this being her and matt by the way oh sorry me yeah him. me and matt <laughs> yeah the other way <laughs> just as we were coming back to get our stuff to go princess of wales is here and i was like no they're like you you've just missed her she's just been in the samaritan's listening garden no. i was like no anyway she was in the garden next door and i saw her from a distance and i know you how you feel about the royals but i i think she's wonderful and i was very like just to be like in her presence felt very monumental and she's just so beautiful and she had this really magical aura and um, she's a princess she is a proper princess she's a proper princess yeah, yeah yeah it was very um it was wonderful but yeah mary berry also equally exciting uh, I, oh, uh, the queen yeah uh the actual queen um i also bumped into the gc what do you mean you the jc the, the how much do you love that sentence <laughs> bumped into the gc she how was, was the gc Oh, she's a great she's time. she's just an icon. Let's she just really talk is about iconic. it. Mm-hmm. I love her. And I think she's so funny. Um, and she's a great businesswoman. She's a great businesswoman. She's anyway, We had good chats. Uh, so that cool. was really fun. I met Elizabeth Day. She does a great podcast called How to Fail. Um, she's an Fabulous. Well. Love her. She was so lovely. It was just, I don't really like events, as you know. They're mm. not my vibe. I don't really like people. It was a lovely day. Everyone was really nice Yay. and it just didn't feel like too sort of fake or uppity. It was just really, really lovely. I know. That's just so wholesome. I love that. It's like Bake Off meets yeah. Chelsea Flower Show. 
And just, just yeah, nice it was times. good. It was good That's day. really cute. A little H and M dress. Everyone was in their like designer gear, and I was like, yeah, H and M babes, twenty four ninety nine. You did look absolutely fabulous, um, and I'm Thank glad you. you had a nice time. That's really, really good that you did that. So if we can't already top the GC as a celebrity sighting, we were very close to your basically your most like ultimate icon in the world a few weeks ago do you want to yeah. tell the people i would turn for pink pink is like my <laughs> i would um i love just love her so much i always have so okay fun fact about me guys um i know you all think i'm really cool like really cool <laughs> and i would just like break your best your bubble but um when i was younger i was on pink's like she had a forum on her website and like i had no friends just want to caveat that this is why um i had like nearly ten thousand posts on her forum did you revise? Like, ever? <laughs> did, you, did you post and nothing else? <laughs> I would come home from school, right? And it was in the days of like dial up. And I remember my nan oh. would always be trying to get through. And if the internet cut out, cut out she'd finally get through. And she'd be like, you're always on a computer. Can't get through. What if there was an accident? What if I'd fallen over? And I was like, yeah, I'm on Pink's Forum. I don't care. So was it like while everyone else was on MSN, you were doing the Pink Forum thing? Yeah, I was on MSN as well. But it wasn't just like, oh, I love pink. It was like, we I made friends on there. We would chat and everything. Anyway, loved it. I'm still in touch with a couple of people from there now. And yeah, it was a great time. And I just love her. And I've loved her since I was 13. And I think it's, I think it's probably quite rare that you love someone just as much when you're like a grown ass woman, you know, 20 years to be like, and I've kind of, you know, feel like I've kind of grown up with her. I just love her, everything she stands for. And base, we had a great time, didn't we? Didn't we though? It was marvellous. And you know, one of the most special moments is that um, I sort of like st- stood back for a second and watched, like looked at the audience and I've never seen an audience so emotionally involved and emotional in general at a musician's songs and you know in front of me I had you know Laura was I think you got emotional at this particular song I was sobbing yeah there's a song called when I get there and it's about her dad that died fairly recently and she started off by saying my dad died recently a couple of years ago and I'm still, you know, really sad about it. I'm still grieving. And there was just one thing that she said that really, really got to me and has stuck with me ever since. And she said, I think it's a suitcase that I will be unpacking forever. She did, didn't she? And I just thought of my dad, who I just love so, so much. And oh, yeah. Yeah, That's it got really me. Anyway, beautiful. carry on. Yeah, so like, obviously, like, Laura was, you know, sobbing her little heart out. And then we'd actually, like, basically made friends in our bit where we were standing we where we so so the girl next to us was also crying and then I looked next to Laura and there was a couple like dancing with each other and then sort of two people along from their separate like group he had like a mother and daughter like hugging and then you know three people back from there again separate you had a dad singing every song and then there was a dad over there singing every song and it was like I've never been anywhere like this that this crowd is just like in it and excite it and uh, it was just really really beautiful so i love pink as well certainly not to the limits you do but off i do now girlfriend was flinging herself about high park so good so good she just gets better and better but yeah yeah it was such a lovely time getting home not so fun but (laughs) getting home was interesting um we paid we paid 20 pounds to go in a taxi 0.1 mile and it took 40 minutes but the less said about that the better but we got the last train home and we Laura promised me a cheese scone that she got from M&S turned out to be a normal scone so I'm just sitting there eating a dry scone (laughs) 
She was fuming. She's like, oh, this is the plane's gone with, without cream or jam. And I was like, okay, sorry. Like, what do you want me to do about it? Do you know what? That can be your business. When I, whenever you go Dry for scones. afternoon tea, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'd rather not. But when you go for, whenever you go for afternoon tea, you do not get enough clotted cream. Something to I do with agree. clotted cream, right? Okay. Work that into your business model. Like an afternoon tea mobile shop with just cream. You know what? That's not about that would go down so well in like Borough Market because the tourists would love that. Love it. People would bloody love it. And you can like, you know, build your own cream tower on top of your scone. That's cream tea shack. Lottie and Laura. Oh, there's something there. There's something there. There is something there. And I'll happily work on Saturdays for you, babes. I'll just be at your, <laughs> at your thing. Be like, hi, I just, I just I love it. I'm being a yeah. Saturday girl. I love okay, that. Thanks. So basically, to round up this chatty episode, we have both had summers so far full of lovely things. Yeah. Yeah. We've had some growth and realizations. Yeah. Laura's got to put some plans in place. Mm-hmm. So she can be zhuzhy and we're all here for it. Yeah, and you've got some exciting plans coming up. I do. Do I? Your new job. Oh, my new job. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, at the time of recording, I haven't started yet and I'm still like dealing with emails from people. Anyway, stop moaning about it because I'm pretty sure people from HR follow me and listen to the podcast. So I need to stop <laughs> Fuck him. <talking>. You- <laughs> Fuck him. Who cares? What you don't work do? there anymore. No, they're going to go to work there anymore soon. So, hiya. Hiya, how you right? No, it's nothing to do with people. Anyway, it's just, again, the vibe of just working in the NHS is not for me. I've done my service. Yeah. I've done my time. She's done it. I have She's paid my it. dues and I am she's paid her dues (laughs) i pay my dues and and i'm off to go work another nine to five Woohoo! (laughs) no it's excellent times and um yeah we're just really excited to be back so if you got this far well done because it obviously was just a bit of a a waffle chat but we just wanted to just fill you in on on you know what we've been up to and just say hi and we just can't wait to chat more shit with you soon yeah absolutely and just yeah just keep posting lovely things on the group i want to shout out the two girls in the group uh recently who went they met for the first time after speaking on the group for however long and they went to a romance book festival in edinburgh oh wow uh, and mate, so i can't cool. even talk about it and just also just a special shout out to the go love yourself book club girls because every time <laughs> one of them messaged me i basically cry with joy because i just love that we have that so yeah so thank you for listening thank you for supporting thank you for keeping you know hyping each other up on the facebook group it's just it's just wonderful yeah we love it <laughs> so we cannot wait for this season and as always if you have any guest ideas or if you want to send us a message you can email us the email address is golove at crowdnetwork.co.uk so we will be back for a new episode next week you don't even have Woo-hoo! to wait that long and it will be with the first guest of season four but if you want more of us in the meantime make sure you follow our instagram at go love yourself pod and obviously both laura and i on instagram as well and join our facebook group go love yourself community you can also support the show by subscribing on patreon or apple podcasts where you can get ad free and early episodes for one pound a week or you can listen ad free on amazon music Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.